Hey, Freaks, it's Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, my mom learns what a steamy Santa is. Plus, an aggressive chicken man high on mushrooms. And behold, the light of Jehovah shining down on this holy Toyota dealership. All this for your voicemails today. Happy holidays If you do, I'll beat you Black and blue Merry Christmas to you Don't want to hear no season's greetings At any of our business meetings If you do, I'll put my fist in your face Merry Christmas to you Because Jesus is the reason For the season when you're decorating along those merry walls The next person who wishes me happy holidays Is gonna get decked along with those merry halls It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I'm a sucker for other people's pain Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Stuff my fucking asshole That's it Stuff the fucking shit box. The guy, he's in the dirty underwear or something. I don't know. He's sniffery. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for your Wednesday episode of DV as we inch ever closer to Christmas. I mean, I know technically we're still in November, which is kind of fucked up, right? Usually Thanksgiving happens and then boom, we're in December. Thanksgiving is supposed to be the last thing that happens before the month changes over. Not this year, though. Inexplicably, after Thanksgiving, we've got to deal with another week in November. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Thanksgiving is supposed to take place on the last Thursday of the month, which technically would be this coming Thursday, the 30th. I mean, is there some rule that Thanksgiving can't literally be on the last day of November? Apparently, I think it all has to do with uh, stores, the Walmarts of the world. What am I talking about? Well, the most important shopping day of the year is Black Friday. If Thanksgiving was on the last day of November, Black Friday would be on December 1st, and that would throw their, their calendars out of whack, right? It's all about massaging those numbers. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm I'm looking up why <laughs> why Thanksgiving was not celebrated today. And apparently, uh, the rule is it's celebrated the fourth Thursday of every month, which just requires too much math, in my opinion. I don't like these holidays that are just bouncing around the calendar every year. You never know where it's going to land. And if I was the holiday, I would feel personally attacked, offended. It's almost like I don't matter that much. People are like, well, you know, wherever we can fit in Thanksgiving, we'll put it on the calendar. You know, if it it was really important, it would have a set date. Also, my theory is thrown completely out the window because I'm looking back at uh, 2022 and there was, you know, we celebrated Thanksgiving on the 24th back then. That means there was lots of extra days after Thanksgiving. Before it uh, changed over to December. I I don't know. It just seems like there's there's so much time after Thanksgiving before we finally get to December. It's hard to get in the Christmas spirit. You know, I associate the holidays really with December. It's the birth month of our Lord, after all. Still, I'm trying my hardest to be merry and jolly right now. To help get into the swing of things, I thought it might be fun to learn some new Yuletide terminology. What am I talking about? Well, language is fluid. And if there's one thing I crave, it's fluids. Anyway, there's always new words and phrases entering our lexicon. I'm simply uh, too old to keep up with this stuff. You kids with your cap and riz and all that in a bag of chips. Miss Thang and you go girl. Where are we going? I don't know. I don't understand. I get so nervous when I'm around young people and they're saying these things that confuse and frighten me. I'm glad I'm not one of these people who always has a gun with me, you know? 
I mean, I wouldn't shoot anyone because I'm I'm angry with the way they speak, but I would just be I'd be frightened, you know. Ah! I don't know what bougie drip means. Are you threatening me? What is chuggy? You're speaking in such an aggressive tone. I get all frazzled and I end up shooting someone. Next thing you know, I'm on trial for manslaughter. I'm, th- I'm up there bawling like Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> he looked at me and he said I was mid. And I didn't know what else to do except pull out my gun and blow a hole in his head. <laughs> it was self-defense. I thought he was speaking gang. I'm pretty sure he said something about yeeting. I think that I think he was a cannibal. He's a part of a cannibal gang. And then because I am a white man, I'm acquitted. I bet I'd only miss like a week of shows during that whole ordeal. Anyway, back on track. I learned some new holiday slang thanks to the Urban Dictionary. I'm pretty sure these are going to be some terms that even you guys don't know. Now, if there's one person in this world who is less hip than me, well, it would have to be my mother. So I thought, why not get her on the line? For once, you know, she's going to be ahead of the curve here. She's going to learn some new phrases that haven't yet quite made it mainstream. By the time we're through with her, Patty Henson is going to be fire. Am I using that term right? I'm gonna turn her out. I'm pretty sure I just said I'm going to turn my mom into a prostitute. That's not what I was going for. I really just need to stop trying to be cool here. Hello. Hello, Patricia. How are you? I'm fine. Okay, Okay, what's going on? Well, don't sound like that. This is going to be fun. Uh, Today, you and I are going to learn some new holiday slang words. You know, the Christmas season is quickly approaching. Yeah. And... Although you're hip, oh Jesus! Uh, there's a lot of new terminology out there that uh, you probably don't know, and I don't know. <laughs> okay. So I've compiled a few uh, words and phrases here, and I'm going to send them to your phone, and I just want you to read them. It's like a, like a dictionary definition. Wait a minute! I got to get you on here. What are you- yeah, go go grab your mobile phone. How's your holiday season going? That well, huh? Wait a minute. Just oh. use password. What's that mean? Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, wait a minute. This is going to turn into a seven-hour segment as my mom figures out how to use her phone. Patricia. Okay. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, what the heck? Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, well, first of all, how's your how's your holiday season starting off? How's my holiday s- terrible? <laughs> Can't you just lie to my listeners? Be huh? Be positive. What's wrong? What, what is possibly wrong? Because it's cold and I, and, and I it's cold. I'm cold. Well, that's what winter is, mother. <laughs> I know it's I know. Snowing, but, but it's tropical in your house. <laughs> Real quick, tell everyone what your thermostat is currently set at. 75 degrees. 75 degrees. When I was yeah. up there, I was melting. Mom, I almost spontaneously combusted. It is so hot there. <laughs> You always complain about the summer, that it's too hot. Meanwhile, I walk into your house, it's I, like an oven. It's hazy when I walk into your place. Like, there's those squiggly lines. You know when it's so hot outside? Listen, I'm old and I and I, and I have no blood in me. <laughs> You're all dried up? <laughs> I'm all dried up, is right. <laughs> all right, uh, so I've got five terms here for you. I just sent you the first one. Read the first uh, term. The reindeer... Oh, what's that word? I knew this was going to happen. I should have wrote it out phonetically. Reindeer falafel? Falafel? No. Oh, I don't know. This is the real game. Guess what my mom is trying to say. Mom, it's, um, full. She's not even, you're not going to know what this is. It's falafel. Reindeer falafel. (laughs) Reindeer falafel? Yeah. Falafel Falafel is a, um, like a, uh, what is it? Like a Middle Eastern, um, Deep fried, it, they're they're good. They're like balls. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, so read the definition of reindeer falafel. Okay, a reindeer falafel is it is when one sells breast milk, uh, which is naturally anti antimicrobial. 
<laughs> oh my god, we're gonna be here all day. Uh, the word is anti mic. Oh Jesus, antimicrobial. <laughs> Sorry, I said it better than you. Antimicrobial. Okay. And that makes to make soap, so that others can bathe in one titty milk. Titty milk. Yes. Yes. I, I promise this is gonna get. It's gonna get better, freaks. This was a hard one. Reindeer falafel is when one sells breast milk to make soap. Uh, so others can bathe in one's titty milk. I, I don't have titty milk. Well, not you specifically. Talk about well dried okay. up. <laughs> um, I'm dried up and okay, I know. Okay, well, what's the next here? What's you, you've got uh, you've got powdered milk. Here comes the next one. Maybe this one will be better. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. First of all, I don't even know. Estonian. Estonian eggnog. All right. What is the definition of Estonian eggnog? An Estonian eggnog is when you squeam your ejaculate and crack an egg in a cup. And chug it to complete completion. But that's not all. What happens next? Agre- aggressively beating off, locking eyes with an Estonian woman. It's a, yeah, I kind of knew that one a little bit, so that's okay. You knew about <laughs> Estonian eggnog? Yeah, didn't you know that? No. I thought everybody did. <laughs> is, that, um, <laughs> is that something you and dad would do? I well, we did one time. <laughs> you don't have much taste for eggnog, do you? You don't like eggnog. I love eggnog. That's why. All right, <laughs> we better just move on. Estonia, yeah, yeah. Especially when you, especially when you squeam your squeam. What exactly? Yeah. What do you What do you squeam there? Your well, uh, <laughs> you don't want to say it now. <laughs> Here comes. Oh my God! This, here comes this is the, a long one. I know it's the third one. It's called what? A steamy Santa. Steamy Santa, Mom. What is a steamy Santa? A ste- Okay, I, okay. This is, looks pretty. Well, all right, all right. Let's, let's see here. <laughs> a steamy Santa is a highly advanced defecation maneuver. Where one climbs to the roof of the unsuspecting party's house, squats over the chimney, and takes a shit, plummeting, plummeting down the chimney. This results in a steamy deuce at the bottom of the living room fireplace. <laughs> While the maneuver draws its name from and is similar to the Western tradition of Santa Claus, it tends to draw a negative reaction from the unsuspecting party. Oh. All right. Basically just... Yeah, nice. Well, I wouldn't call it nice, but yeah, it's basically just pooping down the chimney, right? Yeah. That is a... That's a steaming Santa. Oh, my God. Mom, we are almost done. There's only two left. And then I, oh I will... Oh, my God. Um, I just can't. Put, Let's put see. you out of your misery. You won't have to do any more. All right. So here is the, uh, here is the fourth one. Okay. Let's see how many of these words you get right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're hard. A gliding. No. Nope. Gliding. Oh, gliding down the memora. No. Memora. No, no, no. None of those words were right. It's gilding. <laughs> gilding the menorah. You know, the like the Jewish menorah, gilding, the, the candles. Gilding. No, not really. Okay. Well, it's gilding the menorah. Gilding the G- menorah. Gilding. Are you sure that's? G- y- yes. Gilding is like making it. Uh, Gold, like gold plating okay. it or something. Okay. So, all right, let's take <laughs> okay. this again from the top. Gilding the menorah. Okay, there okay. we go. Good. Okay, this is gilding the menorah. The act of shoving <laughs> a large dildo up a young <laughs> Jewish girl's ass, pulling it out, licking it, and then, and then shoving it into her. Oh, dear. You're pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Mom. Not to be confused with the popular golden sponge bath. I, don't, I didn't know I, that. I don't know what a golden sponge bath is. Now, th- this last one is the shortest one, so there's not much reading involved. <laughs> this is, this is going to be super easy. This is the last Christmas-themed term. Go ahead, Mom. Okay. 
can I get these words? Oh, this looks like e- this, this looks pretty easy. Alaskan yeah. Christmas. Yeah, Alaskan yeah. Christmas. What is an Alaskan Christmas, Mom? All right. First of all, you have to freeze a turd. Oh, right. And play backwards, tug of war, push it into each other's buttholes. Oh, okay. So it's oh. a two-person thing. You take a you take a a, a turd, and then you both. Uh, Shove it in your butts. Oh, well, that's lovely, isn't it? That's an Alaskan Christmas. That's an Alaskan Christmas. Yep. Uh, okay, well, gee, I, I learned I learned a lot a lot here today. Yeah. Gee. What a way to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Yeah, let's well, play Alaskan okay. Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was... That was... Um, that, yeah, that was educational. I hope I didn't offend anybody. Well, that's kind of the point of the show, I guess. <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah, I made really, you do that, though. Yeah. I, I won't make you. I won't make you do any more. Okay. Well, that that wasn't too bad. That was. Uh, except so some of these words are kind of like you know. They're hard. That's the hardest part <laughs> of it. That's the worst part of this segment, huh? Is pronouncing the hard words. Yes, that's true. That's very true. But, I like um, how you said that these these weren't that bad when they were all about, let's see, breast milk, <laughs> selling breast milk, squeaming ejaculate. A couple ones involve poop, and the other one involves a dildo being shoved into lady parts. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, so bad. That, these yeah. are nicer. These are nicer ones than you usually make me read. <laughs> really? These, these are not too bad. These are not too bad. Yeah. Well, listen, my listeners love you. They always love to hear from you. Uh, I'm sure they would want to wish you a uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, have a merry, have a merry Christmas, everybody, and I hope I, yeah, I, I, I hope every, I hope my, um, I hope I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> I hope you did. I hope you get canceled. Okay. <laughs> Boycott Patricia Henson. All right, I'll give you a call in a few days. Okay, fine. Okay. Take care. Alrighty. Okay, love you. Love you okay, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. There you go. That's my mom. We haven't heard from her. Oh my god! In uh, probably about a year, year and a half. He's doing good, right? Sounding good. Still has trouble pronouncing bigger words, but you know what? So do I. That's where I get it from. I inherited it from her. Oh, I can just chop up so much of what she said into little sound bites. I, I don't have titty milk. Now do the one about the Jewish girl's asshole. <laughs> or pussy or whatever. All right. Uh, oh, you know what? I was curious about that golden sponge bath thing. Golden sponge bath was referenced in one of the definitions. Well, according to Urban Dictionary, a golden sponge bath is when you bone a person in a bed that you peed in two days prior, but haven't cleaned the sheets or flipped the mattress. So I guess, you you know, you let the, the piss soak in there and marinate and dry over. So it's just like a faint, musty stink. And, uh, you know, when you're having sex in there, you get all sweaty and then it reactivates the piss. That is a golden sponge bath. All right. Uh, there you go. A couple of uh, interesting holiday terms you may have not heard before. Let's move on. A freak called into the voicemail line just the other day and said, Hey, Tim, you recently featured that uh, documentary on the YouTuber Boogie2988. If you don't know who Boogie is, he's, you know, he was a YouTuber who was kind of popular back in the day. His views have gone down substantially over the years. He can barely afford to live. He uh, refuses to get a real job. He blew all of his money on toys and prostitutes. He got the gastric bypass surgery, but he's like still super fat. You know, one of those kind of guys. Anyway, the caller who left a voicemail said, you got to watch Boogie's newest video where he's crawling on the ground asking for forgiveness. It is uh, quite the pathetic sight. So I was interested and I found so much more. So I guess after this documentary was posted on YouTube, one of the people who watched it was Keemstar, who was another YouTuber. Back in the day, he had this uh, series called Drama Alert, and he would just sort of like cover fights and beefs between YouTubers. He, He would cover the drama. Anyway, he decided to throw Boogie a bone here and set up a podcast for him. Basically, Boogie and a couple of other washed up YouTubers uh, would get on mic, share their pathetic lives for an hour. And then I think there was going to be like a reaction podcast that Keemstar and a couple of other people would appear on where they would just listen or watch Boogie's show and then make fun of him. I mean, it's a killer concept. 
I think it's a winning formula. The one caveat that Keem, uh, Keemstar gave Boogie was, look, you got to save all of the drama for the show. You can't be doing stuff on other people's channels, going on other people's shows. Save all the good stuff for your podcast. You, that's where we want the views, right? Because that's, you know, that's how you're going to get paid. That's how we're going to get sponsors and shit. I believe Boogie's show was going to be called the Lol Cow Podcast or something. I don't even know if the first one aired or was posted before Boogie got into an argument with someone, got into a fight. I believe it was with another YouTuber. It started blowing up. The smart business move would just be to keep your fucking mouth shut until you start recording your podcast. Then you can let it all out, right? That's not what Boogie did. He went on someone else's show. Of course, he fucks everything up, and Keem is mad at him. I believe he leaves uh, Boogie some voicemails here. Fuck you and your stupid fucking head. Your fucking retarded fucking head. Oh, the anger in this guy's voice. Totally understandable, by the way. I would be fuming as well if I set up a podcast for someone and specifically told him, like, look, keep your mouth shut. If you're in a feud, save it for the show. I mean, I don't know if this guy Keem is putting up money to get this whole thing going, but it sounds like he like he did, right? Like he's being royally fucked over by Boogie. Boogie's loose lips. Fuck you and your stupid fucking head. A pretty good way to describe Boogie's head. Your fucking retarded fucking head. <laughs> I talked to you before you went on. I, in my other group chat, people were like, oh, Boogie's calling into Rich. I fucking called you. We spoke. I said, don't give Rich the tea. I do find it odd when straight guys use the term tea. That really should be reserved for women and gay dudes. Just sounds unnatural coming out of a straight guy's mouth. Save the tea for your podcast, honey. You're spilling the tea everywhere except for the one place where you actually st stand to make money. If people watch, listen. Oh, my. He is so dumb. Your exact words to me were, oh, I'm just going to go on there and tell him I'm busy, right? So you call him to Rich. You tell him I'm busy. He starts milking you. You start answering every fucking question. Milking those big, fat boogie teats. Because you're an attention fucking freak. And then you have a face-off with Muta on Rich's stream. Whoever Muta is is the guy that boogie was fighting with the youtuber the face-off between you and muta should be on your podcast that's monetized that you make money on fuck right. you and your stupid fucking head this is not a mistake this is not an accident you fucking retard you did this on purpose it's like he wants to sabotage himself like he, he refuses to do anything that could Get him out of this financial hole, you know? I'm with Keem here. I talked to you before. Is his name Keem or Keem Star? Whatever. What, what, whatever he goes by, I'm with you. Or you went in. I fucking hate you. Fuck yeah, you. Fuck All you, the time you. and effort into this fucking show to help you guys fucking out. You, don't, you can't do the <laughs> simplest task. I fucking hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Retard. <laughs> This is a guy you want on your side, and I'll tell you why. He's passionate. You can tell he cares about this uh, podcast more than you could say for Boogie, that's for sure. Oh, by the way, Boogie responds to Keem in a voice message, and this would, like, if I was the recipient of this message, I, it would make me even more furious. Like, I would lose my mind because Boogie's tactic is to almost speak in a monotone voice. Like, super calm. Yes, I fucked up. That's not what I, I, that's not what I would want to hear. I'd want him to match my intensity. You know, if I'm screaming at him, Bugger, you fucking suck! You, you, you asshole retard! You fucked up! I would expect him to respond, Oh my god, I am so sorry! I, did, I don't know what I was thinking! I lost my mind! I, I blacked out! I'm so sorry! I'm gonna make this right! You know, like, understand the gravity of the situation. There is nothing more important in the world right now than the Lol Cow podcast. I understand it. Why can't you? Palestinians and Israelis understand the gravity of the situation. Why do you think there's a ceasefire right now? They're trying to parse through all this Boogie Lol Cow podcast shit. All right, let's listen to Boogie's, Boogie's response. Yeah, obviously I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. What? Hey. What can you do? I fucked up. What can I say? I, uh, you know, I, uh, I screwed the pooch a little, you know. Uh, I was just going to go there to promote the show. I didn't know Muda was going to come in there and pull his shit. I should have left when Muda showed up and said, save it for the show. Uh, yeah. But yeah. you're right. Once again, 
I'm a complete fuck up. I ruin any chance of, uh, you know, me being successful at something. I respect your decision. Let me know if you need any of the passwords or anything like that. Like he just immediately admits defeat. I'll be glad to hand him over. And, uh, let me have to change your mind. And also, you didn't call me and you didn't talk to me. You sent me a message here. But you didn't call and talk to me. We didn't talk. Now he's kind of blaming Keem because they didn't have a conversation. I guess Keem just sent a message, which is really all he should need. What more is there to, to talk about? Hey, when you go on someone else's show, don't give away all the good stuff. Save it for your own program where you make the money and you have sponsors. You know, it's really not a, a, a conversation isn't needed. <laughs> I mean, I understand you're upset right now, but we didn't. We didn't talk. Yeah. So, again, if you want those passwords. I need you to fuck off. Like, seriously. <laughs> I just love the difference in energy between these two. Uh, yeah, so that's Keem now responding once again. I guess he does not uh, accept Boogie's apology here. I need you to fuck off. Like, seriously, fuck off. I need you to get on your fucking hands and knees, have your girlfriend fucking film you. Ah, so this is the crawling on the floor a listener was telling me about in the voicemails. I'm such a selfish attention fucking retard that I just, I want attention. I want to be in conversation so bad that I gave an entire the the entire storyline of what's been happening on episode one to fucking review Tech USA because I'm so thirsty to just to talk to someone. I'm that big of a fucking loser. Make that video, you piece of shit. And like a good little bitch boy boogie does there is nothing funnier than watching a fat person crawl on the floor i'm sorry tommy c i'm sorry daddy came star i'm sorry (laughs) how embarrassing i'm fucking sorry it was fucking stupid of me to go on rich's fucking show and give away the fucking storyline okay i mean you get the idea there boogie just can't help uh be boogie i guess uh one more short clip and then we will get into the news I thought this was kind of funny. A, a group of people gathered outside of a what what appears to be a car dealership. They all seem to believe that Jesus is descending from heaven. This is the rapture or something. I don't know. But what they're seeing, it's a, it's a cloudy night or foggy. And they're seeing some lights flashing in the sky. The consensus, at least in the comments, seems to be that it's uh, simply spotlights. Mainly because the lights seem to be uh, like shooting out in a in a cone like fashion, and also there's a repeating pattern, like they're like like the lights are rotating. So it's pretty obvious that this is not heavenly lights being showered down upon Earth. You'd think that particular light would be able to pierce through clouds. I don't know why God just wouldn't part the clouds to to put on this light show. But anyway, here are some Christians just freaking the fuck out. Yes! Praise God! Thank you, Jesus! Take me, Jesus, they're saying. They're ready to go up to the mothership. Thank you, Jesus! Yes! God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hear that it could be angels. That's what what one person said. If you listen closely. Oh, how beautiful! Oh, Jesus! Yes! Oh my! Hallelujah! Oh my gosh! Thank you, Lord. They're all doing that thing where they like are raising their hands up. Praise Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, Jesus! Well, who you should be thanking is Craig Serpentini Chevrolet. They're overstocked with inventory and everything has to go, go, go! They're just, they're trying to direct people onto the lot. That's why they rented these big spotlights. Lord! Thank you, Jesus! They're just literally rotating in the sky. Dang, all of them. Bunch of angels. Okay, well, if they are angels, their wings are injured. That might be why they're spinning around out of control. They got clipped by an American Airlines plane. Mayday, mayday. I wonder if this took place near a church or something, because the fact that a, a group of people somehow gathered is frightening. Oh, look at that. Look at that line. Dang, all of them. 
Angels. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, look at him. This is really no different than that classic DV clip where people thought a leprechaun was in a tree over there in Alabama. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in a tree. Who else seen the leprechaun say yeah? And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. Right now. Hey, if you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, it's a great time to sign up. Why? Well, because in about a month, DV is going to be switching it up. Now, normally we do three episodes that are free every week and two that are Sideshow exclusive. We're going to sort of flip that around. Starting in January, where three episodes are going to be Sideshow exclusive and two episodes will be free for everyone. So if you want to hear DV, get every single episode, every last drop of my juice. Scream your ejaculate. Mom, I do not need an assist by you today. Talking about my uh, ejaculate or juice. I, I don't have titty milk. All right. Listen, sign up for the Sideshow, superfreaksideshow.com. If you happen to uh, listen to DV on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up in those apps as well. Just a few taps, you'll get the Sideshow content right alongside uh, the normal free episodes. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Finally, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. It should also be noted that, uh, you know, we've got the Distorted View store chock full of DV merchandise. If you do pledge at least $5, check our Patreon page because I've got a special promo code for you guys. Likewise, on tomorrow's Sideshow exclusive episode, uh, Sideshow Freaks will be getting a promo code for the store as well. Just a little perk of uh, helping DV out monetarily. Thank you so much to all of my patrons and Sideshow Freaks. You're the reason I'm able uh, to continue doing the show. And of course, everyone uh, who is purchasing stuff over there in the Distorted View store, you're helping out too. Lots of new designs, new t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, drinkware. Check it out, distortedview.com. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, take a look at the chapter artwork and you will see a, a photograph of a car featuring... What can only be described as a glaringly fake license plate. Bay Area cops noticed it immediately. Yes, in the early hours of Friday morning, a driver in Benicia, California, found herself on the wrong side of the law when a vigilant police officer. Well, I mean, you know, the police officer was just doing his or her job. Let's not turn them into heroes quite yet. Anyone who saw this car noticed how fake the license plate was. It didn't take a vigilant police officer uh, to notice a glaringly forged license plate on her silver Kia Rio LX. LX stands for luxury. It's the luxury model of the Kia Rio, which I believe at one point was the cheapest new vehicle you could purchase in America. I don't know if that's still the case. But I don't see a lot of Kia Rios on the road. I mean, I see a lot of Kias, but not the Rio model. Regardless, even if it is super inexpensive, you still have to shell out cash for the license plate. You, you got to register that shit. The makeshift plate held in place by what seems to be black duct tape. It was really just cheaping out all over the place here. Uh, that immediately caught the officer's attention. Upon closer inspection, it became evident that the counterfeit plate was a crude imitation, seemingly crafted from a sheet of printer paper. What's funny is that even though she used printer paper, she did not use a printer to, to print out the license plate number. She wrote that in marker, which did not help when it comes to the look of authenticity. The plate number, drawn by hand with a thick black sharpie, displayed digits that were slightly smaller on the right side, suggesting an on-the-fly adjustment during the illicit creation to accommodate all of the necessary numerals. In other words, the bitch was running out of space. So, so all the numbers and letters got smaller as she got towards the end of the paper. Not only was the plate a fake, but its tags were also expired. These, these were fake tags. The top right corner of the makeshift plate, where a legitimate registration sticker should be, bore the handwritten date of January 2023 in Sharpie. It is most certainly past January 2023. The absence of a future date, like January 2024, raised additional red flags. 
The Benicia Police Department, unimpressed by the audacity of the attempt, took to Facebook to share the incident, cautioning the public, we know we're not superheroes, but uh, FYI, (laughs) this is not a way to get one over on us. Following the initial discovery at around 1 a.m., the officer promptly looked up the vehicle and uncovered that it had been reported stolen. Consequently, the driver faced a double whammy of charges, felony possession of a stolen vehicle, ting, and misdemeanor possession of unlawful paraphernalia. I guess that's referencing the counterfeit plate. The arrest proceeded without any incident. That's shocking. No one was shot or murdered over this. Uh, Yes, apparently this all went down without incident. The apprehended driver was escorted to the Solano County Jail. The bizarre saga serves as a stark reminder that even the most creatively concocted schemes are no match for the watchful eyes of law enforcement. Again, I just have to say, the police officer could have been legally blind, and he still would have been able to spot that that thing was a fake. Super obvious. All right, uh, second story we have for you today in a bizarre incident in Putnam County, Georgia. A man's peculiar encounter with hallucinogenic mushrooms. I love mushrooms. You apparently aren't the only one, Vincent Price. Uh, Yes, a man's peculiar encounter with hallucinogenic mushrooms led to a series of chaotic events. That's the type of shit I like to hear. The weirder, the better. According to Sheriff Howard Sill, on November 19th, a concerned woman reported that her ex-boyfriend had, in her words, quote, basically gone nuts on mushrooms and was causing a disturbance by aggressively interacting (laughs) by aggressively interacting with passing cars. What an interesting way of saying that. He was yelling at vehicles. Law enforcement swiftly responded to the call, converging on a neighborhood near Lake Okanee. It was there they encountered 47-year-old Jason Pinch, who was walking through the area, pounding vehicles with his fists. Notably, Pinch was wearing uh, what officers described as a yellow onesie. It was yellow for a reason. It was a yellow pajama outfit meant to resemble a chicken. You can sort of see that in his mugshot, which I um, so helpfully provided as the chapter artwork. Yeah, it is most definitely chicken pajamas. It all kind of makes sense. You know, you see this guy's mugshot. What is he in for? Well, he was eating mushrooms and he flipped the fuck out. He's wearing a chicken costume, and you're like, you wouldn't bat an eye. Oh, that that all checks out. That's something someone on mushrooms would be wearing. Yeah, again, it was a yellow onesie-style pajama outfit meant to resemble a chicken. Undeterred by the arrival of officers, Pinch persisted in his disorderly behavior, extending his aggression even to the patrol car. Faced with the escalating situation, officers summoned an ambulance and attempted to apprehend Pinch. Sheriff Sills recounted that during the arrest, Pinch repeatedly questioned the reality of the situation, asking deputies if they were real and if he himself were real. I wonder if he asked police officers if he was really a chicken. Can you even understand me? Am I speaking English or is it coming out all buck, buck, buck? Even after being taken into custody, Pinch continued to express uncertainty, (laughs) questioning whether he was at that very moment lying in his hammock at home. In order to gain control of the situation, officers resorted to using a taser, stunning Pinch into compliance. Subsequently, he was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and misdemeanor obstruction of a peace officer. Pinch has since been released on bond. Sheriff Sills, reflecting on the peculiar incident, commented, Why the chicken suit? Unfortunately, that would have been the question I asked. Uh, The episode serves as a surreal reminder of the unpredictable outcomes that can arise from the influence of mind-altering substances. Final story we have for you today. Uh, Back in September, a bunch of animal activists in Pennsylvania released uh, about 8,000 minks into the wild. These were uh, stolen, basically, from the Stall Fur Farm in Sunbury. Now, the small Pennsylvania town is still grappling with the aftermath, while concerted efforts have been underway to recapture the minks that occasionally show up uh, in and around town and return them to the fur farm. An undisclosed number of these furry creatures remain at large. The most recent encounter with a mink occurred on Friday, November 17th, when 49-year-old Jer Kreps observed a brown mink on Cold Run Road in Sunbury, 
Concerned for the animal's well-being, Kreps attempted to intervene as he noticed the mink munching on a plastic Ziploc bag containing food remnants. The issue was that Jer here noticed that uh, the, the mink was uh, eating the bag and plastic's not good for animals. So as Kreps approached the mink to retrieve the plastic bag, his well-intentioned efforts took an unexpected turn. The mink, resembling a chubby ferret, according to Kreps, turned around and emitted a scream that Kreps vividly recounted, saying, That's the shit of nightmare fuel. He started lunging at me, looking at me like, give me my bag. I want to eat my fucking bag. That's a direct quote. I tried not to kick him, <laughs> but kick at him to let him know I'm bigger than you. I have a neurological disease that gives me weak ankles and weak wrists. I rolled my ankle because I have weak ankles and I fell and I broke my wrist. All because of that fucking mink. Uh, I know they told us to stay away from them. They're mean. They don't want to be approached by humans. But at the same time, I was like, it's a plastic bag. He shouldn't be eating that. Well, I fucked around and I found out. <laughs> Krebs said, I fell over. I broke my wrist like a little kid. He went back to his bag and I called my girl and I said, come get me. My wrist is broken. Reflecting on the incident, Kreps offers a word of caution to the residents of Sunbury, specifically ones that run across a mink. Uh, he urged them to, quote, leave him alone. He emphasized the potential healthcare costs associated with interacting with the minks and advised against risking injury to assist these cute but unpredictable animals. He said, the amount of healthcare costs are ridiculous. Don't go getting yourself hurt just to help out a cute little fuzzy animal. Kreps had surgery for his broken wrist earlier this week. He's expected to wear a cast for a duration ranging from 10 to 16 weeks, depending on the healing process. The Sunbury Animal Hospital had previously issued a warning in September urging the public not to approach the minks due to their potential for aggression. Beverly Shaw, a veterinarian and partner at Richard Stahl Fur Farm, emphasized the carnivorous nature of minks and the risk of bites, reinforcing the importance of steering clear of these animals in the interest of safety. Shaw noted, you should not approach one if you see one, especially when cornered. They can be aggressive. They're carnivorous. So getting bitten is a possibility. No one should approach them. I love that there's 8,000 of these things on the loose. All thanks to animal activists. Vicious little monsters. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, you guys know I love to hear from you, and there are plenty of ways to contact me. You can always email me, show at distortedview.com. More importantly, we have a voicemail line. That's the kind of the whole point of this segment. Uh, call in 206-666-4463. I will play your calls eventually. I'm a little behind on these things. Uh, if you want to jump in front of the line, there's an easy way to do that. Just pledge $5 a month over there. Uh, on our Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview, you'll get a special voicemail number to call. I play all of those calls first. And yes, we've got some uh, patrons checking in today. Yes, caller. Hi, Tim. How is your bubble doing today? Mm, it's a 7 out of 10 day. <laughs> there used to be this horoscope line. You know, when I was doing the, the, uh, the show on that 1-800-telephone service, Tell Me, one of the big draws was a, uh, a horoscope thing. You would say, like, what your astrological sign was, like Leo, and uh, then they would give you a reading. Or, you know, they'd tell you what you, your day was going to be like. And it would always start off with, it's a 7 out of 10 day. Or, it's a 9 out of 10 day. Well, when it comes to my butthole, I'm, I'm never over an 8. Now, to be fair, I have not taken a bowel movement today, so uh, I don't know exactly what that number is, but it feels like a 7 out of 10 day. Anyway, um, I made it through Thanksgiving without having any sort of uh, police-involved mental breakdown, so that's nice. great. Didn't have to invoke your name to the police. Uh, anyway, No fighting with the family or anything? That's a win. Hey, uh, today's show... Uh, it was very uh, interesting, that lady, that crazy lady who thinks that everything is changing. It's fucking infuriating. Bitches. Know it all bitches. Think they know everything. And then, uh, Tamir. You know, it's funny. I, thought, I, I didn't think Tamir was going to look the way that I thought. Yeah, he's, he's got a, he's got like a, like a full face, like a round face. Uh, huh. But, uh, I'm not surprised. I feel like every... I think he's overweight. Uh, you only ever really see his face, but I 
I think he's mentioned that he needs to lose a few pounds. I'd like to see all of Tamir. <laughs> Call me stereotypical, you know, stereotyping people, but I swear to God, people who look like that, like the, I don't know, just that, that whole persona and look, you know, they think they, they're, they're like large and in charge. I, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. I'm just rambling, uh, but I, I love you. And uh, I mean, Tamir is a very angry person. I don't. I don't think he he believes he's large and in charge, though. I mean, uh, he's very open about his micro penis. Yeah, let's have a great week here. All right, well, thank Bye. you very much uh, for the call. Let's do a couple more here. Tim, you careless fairy, do you really only have the ting hat on your store? Yeah. What happened to the DV logo trucker cap? I am not happy about the hat situation. It's a very sore topic right now. The company that I use for the merchandise got rid of all the embroidery options. They they took a, it's it's insane to me that they did this because all year they were selling this stuff and then I don't know maybe October or no, beginning of November they stopped offering uh, basically all hats except for. Uh, one style of hat that is just like printed on, like like the Ting hat. Winter beanies are all gone. I I I, I, I was so angry about that. I'm a big hat wearer, so like I wear like um, the embroidered like DV winter beanies and uh, baseball caps and stuff. So I was not happy about the situation, and it and it came at a horrible time because I was getting ready to launch the the DV store. So I tried to find an alternative company. So at first I thought, well, I'm just going to have them do all of the, the merchandise, you know, like all the T-shirts. It, was, it ended up being so much work to switch over all of the designs, all of the products to this like new company. So then I thought, OK, well, I'll just do the hats with this one company. And uh, so I ordered I should show you. I'll take a picture of uh, the, the crap that was sent to me. I got some samples of a hat. The actual hats themselves are cool. They're like, uh, they're beanies, but they, they have like this cool, like waffle. I, I don't know what they call it, like a waffle texture. It's one of the kinds of hats. Anyway, the issue was the embroidery. Uh, it looked like absolute asshole. Ultimately, it's my fault that, you know, the, the, the new DV logo is very intricate. For some reason, the last company I worked with, though, they were able to make it work and the, and the logo looked good. This, uh, this new company. The, like in the, you know the DV logo has that grin right with teeth the uh, the area where the teeth are supposed to be it's all black it looks so bizarre I tried a few different ways to print them I kept ordering these samples nothing looked good so I said fuck it we're not doing hats this year rather than printing up DV logos with meth mouth like this is a, this is a smile that's all black now the good news is the company that I use is uh, just emailed me and said we're thinking about back embroidery and they had me like fill out a survey so i'm hoping uh, you know eventually we'll offer hats and stuff again i'm sorry this is kind of a long-winded answer but it 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 i know it upsets you you're angry that hats are not available but i'm 10 times as mad as soon as uh, embroidered hats are available again i will be uh, including them in the store djc just calling to tell you I love you, but I'm getting pissed. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I just wanted to know, are you sticking ads in the first segment of the podcast? Yeah, someone called about this yesterday saying ads were popping up in the podcast. Because uh, every It's not something that I am doing, but it is something that I enabled with the company that is serving up. Uh, the show like that that's hosting the mp3 files and the the idea at least in my mind i thought the way i thought it was supposed to work is the ads are supposed to play at the beginning of the show now i've heard that uh the ads are appearing in the middle of the program and they're, they're not finessing it so it 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 fits in seamless like it happens in the middle of something i'm saying uh, every time not every time but the past like week or two, three out of the five shows, three out of the you know four out of the yeah probably the the non sideshow exclusive episodes 14, uh, have had an ad almost at the end of the first segment, sometimes in the middle of the first segment where usually you're just BSing, uh, sometimes right at the end, and I don't know if it's you 
Beyond Pod or this fucking Tesla. Well, someone is sticking an ad in there, and it's <laughs> pissing me off. Right. And it's an ad about another podcast, which, listen, I get it. You try to get that ad money, I understand. Go for it, Timmy Boo. You the man, get that money. Get that cheddar. But, uh... Dad is just killing me. It's in the weird, weirdest spots every time. All right, listen, I am going to take care of this situation. I'm going to turn off ads because I, I don't want it to be annoying. Well, I mean, all ads are kind of annoying, right? But I, it needs to be in a spot that makes sense. It can't be in the middle of one of my words, like a sentence or something. That's crazy. So uh, there is a way I can I can designate a specific area where I want ads to be placed if it's going to happen in the middle of the show. It's just more work on my part. The problem is I never know when we're going to get a sponsor, right? It's very random. And to go through every single episode and designate a specific point where ads can be played, it's it's like not worth it most of the time because, you know, 90% of the time there are, there are no ads for, for other things aside from, you know, the, the stuff I'm plugging. But I definitely get your point. That is annoying. It, it, you know, I, I would be annoyed by it as well. So I'm going to go ahead and turn off those ads for the time being. You know, I'm not making tons off of this, so it's like no sweat off my sack. Ultimately, I'd rather you guys have a pleasant listening experience than me make a, a few bucks off of uh, some shittily placed ads. All right, uh, so hopefully you won't you won't hear that anymore in the next day or two. That'll stop. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. I, I don't have kitty milk. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show don't forget to give us a five-star rating a thumbs up or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts tomorrow's episode is going to be sideshow exclusive i hope you've signed up if not do it right now so you don't miss a thing otherwise i'll see you back on friday until then have a great day bye everybody Diabetes, 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 diabetes testing supplies. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.